Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's just imagine that Steve Armitage is hosting the broadcast tonight. How would that go, Mike? Oh, thanks, Mark. It's going to be a great series as the Calgary Flames, a fabulous city, up against Edmonton. Edmonton, germs, disease, sweatpants with good shoes. Don't, don't bring the hate on Rod. This is all on this end, folks. Be mad at this guy. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of The Rod Peterson Show. Game Plus Television, that's Channel 924 in Alberta and B.C. on TELUS. And all across our wonderful country of Canada and 31 U.S. states, we're on the air. Plus, uh, WQE Atlanta and the Fringe Radio Network. Shout out Ryan O'Radio. We got one more segment with this guy, Olympic gold medal curler Ben Hebert. I'm proud to say that I don't have time to go through his whole curling resume. It's a proud one. Regina Thunder... Did you play AAA hockey, too? No, I quit just before that. I wasn't good enough for there. Stop. I wasn't. Okay, but you were... a little bit of salty mitts. I still play my men's league and get a few nice snipes. You still here, play. But, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, I still play. Ben Hebert, the pride of Regina Sass, now Chestermere, Alberta, Olympic gold medal curler. But we covered all the curling last hour. I want to get into this other stuff. You just came back from the Grand Slam of curling in the old Maple Leaf Gardens, which I thought was a grocery store. The bottom of it is. Okay. The upstairs, we play in the sea. We play in the rafters of the old Maple Leaf Gardens where Ryerson University plays called the Anatomy ah, Center. It is unreal. That's cool. Main floor is still the old brick and the same exact sign, Maple Leaf Gardens. It's awesome. Love it, it is right really downtown cool. Teal. Yeah, it's awesome. So, boldly by Mitchell, the star quarterback of the Hamilton Tiger Cats came down to watch you. Yeah. Go. Tell yeah. me. Well, I hadn't seen him in like a month. He kind of was on a traveling, moving all his stuff, sold his place. He wheeled down to his brother's wedding in South Carolina, and then he drove up to Toronto. He was literally in Toronto for, I think, two, three days just before I got there. and just said, hey, I'm in town. Let's get together for lunch or beer. And he said, okay, we're unpacking the house and getting all our stuff unloaded. So he just kind of came down to watch one of our night games. We actually lost out, went for a couple beers after, and just kind of caught up. And that was great. He's kind of just getting used to the city, too. And, you know, he parked somewhere. I remember after he couldn't remember where he parked because it's just crazy down there, right? Right. It's Toronto, different world than Calgary, but... Um, Oh, he seems to be enjoying it so far. I mean, he loves the facility in Hamilton, said it's awesome. You know, he's pretty pumped about playing for Coach O. I know that was a big decision factor for him heading there. And, yeah, I mean, I've, I've talked to him lots about it. I mean, it's been a hot topic for him all summer. And, obviously, I was trying to push him to go to, to, go to Sask. I wanted him to play for my hometown team, and I thought he would have thrived there and had a lot of opportunity. But, you know, in the end, it doesn't matter. He, he, him and his – I think his wife really wanted to go east, to be honest with you. She likes the – Likes the warm weather, and I think it's a good fit maybe for their family and what they wanted to accomplish. I'm not really sure. Uh, to this day, I don't even really know. Never really dove into it too much, but I know uh, proof's going to be in the pudding. If he goes there and he wins and he's successful, greatest decision ever. If he goes there and he loses and it's no good, ter- you know, sports. And, and he's at a level where he's won championships. It's no different than me. We just went to the Briar. We're the sixth-ranked team in the world. We finished third at the Briar. Had a pretty good season, and I'm like, ah, average. You expect to win. If you, once you've won, there is no bar of second and third place. It's no different than Bo. He's going to go there, and if he goes to Hamilton and he wins a great cup, 
he's going to be flying high and best move ever. And he's going to the Hall of Fame anyways, but just another big green check mark on his resume. So, sure. But, but if he goes there and loses or gets second even, has a really good season, no good. Just, just kind of comes with the territory of being a champion when you're young. Well, don't notify him of this. But we are Facebook friends. I don't want him to know here or he'll unfriend me. So I see all his Facebook posts of the locker room, the logo on the floor. Great to be home. And you said he's sold everything here. Gone. Lock, he's stock, gone. and barrel. Hamilton. Yeah. Tells me how motivated he is. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to be wouldn't bet. A, I would not bet against a Bo Levi Mitchell I, I, ever. A no, motivated Bo. No, I wouldn't either. And I think, I think one of his decision-making, I mean, not naive. I follow the CFL. I watch. Like, the East is probably a little more up for grabs. It seems to be up for grabs every every year. Every year, yeah. Right? It's just like, man, like, I think going there, you know, he's got a really good winning percentage. I think he knows you get a couple softball games out there throughout the season. And I think he wants to win. And if you have a better chance to win in a certain scenario, I think that, like, playing against Winnipeg and playing against Jake here in Calgary, they got a good team. And, I mean, BC is kind of a little bit of a wild card because they are still really good. But without Rourke, what are they going to be? You know, I think he I think he went to Hamilton for a lot of reasons and, and winning is one of them. And if you and yeah, he motivated. They have a good team. He loves the receivers they have. He's he's gonna put the work in. I mean, I watched it the last couple of years. He put the work in here too. You know, I don't think work is ever his uh you know, his downfall, but if he's put in a good situation to succeed, Bo's still young. You know, I saw him, he actually looks really good, looks fit. I think he's gonna have a good year. It's funny, by the way, Ben quite often says to me, I'm not really following the CFL a lot, Rod. Then he rattles off all this huh. like he's Matt Dunnigan. <laughs> <laughs> You're following it. I mean, I do follow. I follow yeah. it as much as I can. I, I'm not yeah. like when I was season ticket holder in Regina and I was diehard and I knew all the players. You know, I've got kids now and I, I yeah. try to follow and obviously being friends with Bo and a few other guys. But I, I don't know it inside and out like I used to, but I still keep tabs on it. It's a great You keep an eye on I it. I support the CFL. You're also following the Calgary Flames. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love it. You have Flames. some thoughts. Well, I don't know. I didn't have any thoughts until I saw actually Lou come on here and, and start, you know, a war of, you know, tree living and, and Daryl and kind of what had happened throughout the season. Um, I didn't really know what to think. I was, I was surprised. I guess, I guess I have, I have more questions than I have thoughts and answers, <laughs> okay. but I was more like they said, well, Daryl and, and tree were kind of having a power struggle. I'm under the impression as an outsider that the GM's the boss and the GM hires the coach. Some teams. It's not the case here then? Yeah, so I mean, okay, so that's how, so it just shows you how much I know. I would have thought that if Tree was having a power struggle with the coach that he hired, you fire him and you, and you get someone else on the go. But my, my only thoughts on the Flames are I watched them at the start of the season. I'm a season ticket holder here with my company. We take clients and hosts, beauty seats in that, in that dump of a stadium. So I do hope they get that. that. That's my poke to get it done. But they looked amazing at the start of the year. I didn't know a lot about Uyghur and... Jonathan Huberdeau, man, I love Kadri. I've loved Kadri ever since he's been in Toronto. Your kind of player. Love him, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just a grinder. Had a great season in Colorado. So I really like the team that they built. Had some other really good pieces. Started the year, the first like five, 10 games, I was texting my teammate Mark Kennedy up in Edmonton. Huge Oilers fan. I'm like, man, Flames are nasty. They're going to win the cup. I and, said the same thing. And then just like, <sighs> am I, you know, so I don't know, outsider, outsider perspective looking in. It looked like, and you know, you saw Huberto's agent oh, yeah. tweet out Alan some stuff, Walsh, right, yes. about, about Daryl and the coach. Here's the thing. I'm not dumb enough or naive enough to think that there isn't a little bit of, little bit of fuel there. Like, the, the agent doesn't just make that up without that coming from somewhere, I think, or I would hope, or, or that's a brutal agent. So I assume he knows what he's talking about. 
I loved, I really like Daryl. <laughs> I know Daryl's, you know, Brett, me and Brett done a bunch of charity events together. That's I his kid. To, That's yeah. his kid. Yeah. Brett's, he's the captain of the, the Wranglers here in town. So, you know, Brett's, or Daryl's wife's a big curling fan. I see her and Chris at the Flames games. They come over, we chat curling. We used to do their charity event in Viking. Like as a person to hang out with Daryl, we do a special Olympics breakfast every year with Daryl and his son. 10 out of 10. But I don't play for Daryl. I don't work for Daryl. So I don't know what the program is, but man, I, I really respect the Sutters. Great family. It looks to me from an outsider perspective that maybe the players, the new, the new age players don't maybe love the old school coach. I'm a curler. I'm speaking from what I think from, from outside perspective. I have no idea. But that, that's my take on it. And then when I saw Lou talk about um, the power struggle of the GM and the coach, and then the GM got let go. Then I was more honestly confused than anything because I, I didn't know that was the pecking order uh, in the GM, the coach world. So that's all I got on that. Uh, in this world, it is. But that just, so you know, the owner of the team signed Daryl to a two-year extension and excluded the GM. So basically the coach is on a personal services deal with the owner. Yeah, I mean, so if that's the deal, then that's just probably bad business and not how you should run your organization. And that's Murray Edwards you're talking about, I assume? Yeah, I mean, I don't know Murray. He's Bobby Big Wheel here. Another town. Regina guy. Is he? Yes. Jeez. Grew up the street. I grew up across the street from my cousins. Really? Oh, there you go. Well, he's not okay for himself. He's done not bad. Yeah, well, I'd like to get on his will. That's for sure. I don't know. That sounds like <laughs> I wouldn't like to work for him. But yeah. Anywho. Uh, 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 uh. Jeff in Winnipeg says, "Phew! I thought I was the only one who liked Cadre. Thanks, Ben. Oh no. Allie watching in Texarkana says, "This is an interesting interview." Texarkana. Is that Texas or Arkansas? She says, I love when people play different sports. Makes for interesting interviews. It's a great life, isn't it, to be able to pinball back and forth through all the sports with our friends? Oh, isn't that fun? It's the best. I love yeah. it. I mean, I was fortunate enough growing up in Regina. Like, now that my kids are in sports here, and it's, man, it's crazy, like, specializing and my little guy doing spring hockey. My daughter made an all-star little ball team here in Calgary. That doesn't surprise me. It's amazing. You know, and, and they play 10 months of the year. So she curls in the winter. She plays ball all year. They do the indoor ball. It's amazing. The kids are so good. You know, it's just different in Calgary because of how big the city is and traveling around. No, I wouldn't want to go back. I, I say this guy. I do. I love Calgary. I love Jessamere. Man, Regina was the best place ever to grow up as a kid playing sports. The best. You're five minutes from everywhere. Babe. Everywhere. I played hockey. I got into curling late. I got to play junior football, played high school ball. I played all-star baseball every year. I played lacrosse on Team Sass. Like, it was just the best. And I got a little flavor of everything. And now when I go and I want to talk about other sports, I have a little bit of uh, knowledge in it. I went out the other day and to my daughter's ball and the coaches were there. Just great ball, great ball coaches. You know, they know everything about it. And I started throwing the ball around. He goes, oh, you played ball too. I'm like, I played everything. You know, my little <laughs> yeah, guy's did. playing lacrosse. We took his stick out. I can fire the lacrosse ball. And it's the best. So to be able to play every sport and be a little bit well-versed, that's what boys you say. He goes, you're pretty average at everything, which is good. You know, that's why you stuck to curling, right? So, and, he, and he's right. Yeah, you know, what pulled but, you to curling? Oh, my dad curling. You know, what, you no, know, no, what, what made you specialize in curling? I was the, what I was the best at. Oh. Okay. I mean, if, you, if I was uh, mowing guys down on the, on the hill pitching or hitting dingers or I had an unbelievable arm, you know, I would have went that route. But I kind of was, you know, I was. I was good. I was good. I was never a massive superstar in the other sports, but I was always good. I was scoring goals. And, you know, I won a city championship here and there in hockey or ball or whatever it was but when i got to curling i was was one of the very very best and you know what's you know what's better than being the very best nothing no <laughs> nothing so i was like okay
joining, and I'm yeah. going to continue to do this. And, and that's the thing. I enjoy talking with you because you're not saying anything that isn't true. No. He's got the Hall of Fame uh, resume. Okay, nobody talks about you this way, but when people say, yeah, yeah, he's cocky. Like, G-Roy, G-Roy Simon might be the cockiest football player I've ever met. He him. might also be the nicest guy yeah. I've ever met. I don't have a problem with that. But a lot of, for whatever reason, Bo. Bo's got some One swagger. of the cockiest guys. Good swagger. These guys have all backed it up. Yeah, I think the cocky is an interesting term. I know I do get that a lot. And, you know, it's, it's when I, hey, when I do it with my friends, you look at a resume and you want a whole bunch of the curve, throwing a little jab at how you got there, you know, you're a little bit of swagger, all good. I don't live my life that way. Not cocky mm. in the game of life with normal parents. I'm, you know, hey, I've had some good success in curling. There's been other people that have had amazing success in business or life, whatever. It's all good. I got, That's how, I, yeah. I think you and I have talked about this on the show before. That's how I see that you love Tom Brady so much and you oh. love Tiger so much. You would never go into any venture in your life and go, what if I fail? Yeah, no. And a lot of people do. Yeah, I mean, you, you they're losers. <laughs> my one buddy, my one buddy that I coached hockey with this year, coach my little guy, he sends me the clip on Instagram weekly of the dad with the kids playing ball. Have you ever seen that one? And no. he says, okay, guys, they're not keeping score today. But here's the deal. There's winners and there's losers. And if your dad tells you there isn't, he's a loser. <laughs> How about that? It's, just this, it's just this viral internet clip that goes around on... Uh, well, they weren't even uh, acting. It was a real it clip. It was a real clip. And it was hilarious. But I got my one... So we coached, we coached five and six-year-olds. They don't keep score. But, but we're, we're competitive psychopaths. We keep score. Like, well, on the bench, we keep score. And so this is my one, our head coach sends it to me all the time, and I just get nothing but laughs out of it. Because you know what? That's how we grew up. So, so to change our complete mindset that we just want our kids to go have fun, I do want my kids to have fun. I want them to meet friends. I want them to go oh, on the road. Man. Enjoy, enjoy the, the hotels and the road trips. And I want to meet some parents and have some beers. But guess what? I, I want to win. And I want my kids to know that winning's fun and losing <laughs> sucks. And if you don't teach them that, they're never going to learn. Because as you get older, if you don't teach them when they're young in sports, and then sports are over, because how many people can play pro sports? Like, less than 1%? There's life, and, and guess what? There's winners and losers even in business and work and everything. You teach them young, and, and then they're going to figure it out. My, I'll tell you what. My kids are going to know. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah. Well, I didn't expect to go down this road, and it's, but it's fun. I did an event with Paul Coffey, and he said to the room, why do we play sports? Everybody. For fun. He goes, no, <laughs> no. to win. <laughs> I love it. He goes, yeah. if you want to have fun, buy an RV. Go to Mexico. He goes, winning takes work, and then it's fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I was like, Paul Coffey, I love you. Yeah, I like Paul. I like Paul Coffey even more. I love him before. Such a great... Yeah, why do we play? To win. Yeah. Not to have fun. Stanley Cup finalists, who do you think it'll be? Oh, man. Uh, okay. Kraken? Stop. I'm doing it. Come on. <laughs> okay. Betting with my heart. It's a little early to be drinking, isn't it? The only it? chance I got to see, if the only chance I get to hold the Stanley Cup is if Jordan wins, okay? Or the Leafs and Giordano wins. So I'm going Kraken, Leafs. Can you imagine? Well, that's what I'm going for. It's Because if Gio wins, I get to see the cup. If Ebbs wins, I get to see the cup. Other than Approved. that, I just got to see pictures of it. So I'm going Leafs, Kraken. Just what, you're, what you're cheering for. Cheering for the Leafs cracking, yeah. yeah. Wow. LFG. Well, Benny, this is fun. One day, maybe you'll come down and uh, come out of your shell. like it. I like it. <laughs> World champion, Ben Heber. Thank you, Benny. Thanks, All right. Mark Steven joins us next. Iconic Calgary broadcaster, the voice 
of the Stampeders. We're live from Ace Casino Airport and Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport on Game Plus TV, the streams and WQEE, the Fringe Radio Network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. And uh, we are live from Ace Casino Airport today. Seniors Day. Hooray! Every Tuesday and Thursday. Seniors can enjoy discounted food items along with a chance to win your share of cash and prizes with a lucky roll of the dice. Well, it's what I uh, like to call the second seating. Olympic gold medal curler Ben Hebert moving out, moving in. The voice of the Calgary Stampeders, Mark Stephen. But one of the beautiful things about Mark is... You can talk about all sports like Benny just did. Yep. How you doing, Mark? Fine, thank you. Good. Nice to be here. I want. Uh, nice to have you here. I appreciate all that you do for us. Before I do want to get to that Calgary Stampeder fan forum. I have some NFL tidbits. But as we're entering night four of the Stanley Cup playoffs, what are your takeaways so far? Well, certainly it's been close. Uh, I didn't see Florida spanking Boston the way they did, but uh, I still think Boston will come out of that series. Uh, Carolina, I like them. Always have liked them. Um, you know, I hope the next uh, Jersey uh, Rangers game is a little closer because I think that's still the best series, or at least has the potential to be the best series. Wow. Uh, hope the Jets uh, can carry on. I didn't see that coming, but uh, go get them. If they win it and earn it and knock off Vegas, go for it. But it is one game. But uh, what are the stats? I think game one winners like win 68% of the series, something like that. So, yeah. They get off to a start. But long way to go. But I can't say there's any one uh, theme that stood out over the other. Just. Uh, a lot of hockey every night, and that's fine. What about this Leaf pressure Toronto thing? Oh. I know. I know. Well, I, you know, I, I did have Tampa in five, by the way. Like, why did Toronto make eight trades at the trade deadline? I don't understand that. I, I don't understand all this love and sort of whatever for Brendan Shanahan. Yeah, you don't hear his name too much, though, do you? But I don't. No, what, what, what has he done? That's my point. Maybe they'll win. Maybe they'll win everything. I don't know. But uh, they certainly are the architect most times of their own demise. We'll, uh, we'll wait and see. <sighs> I didn't expect the implosion the other night. Like the other night when they lost 7-3, I was driving around listening to the Leafs postgame show. Jim Taddy, you must know Jim. I don't know. Great guy. Yeah. He's like, why would they pick tonight to have their worst game of the year? Yeah. Well, I, I, I would find, you know, it's, it's got to be pretty suffocating there, too. But, uh, you know, let's just see how they do. Can Brendan Shanahan pull it off this year? Maybe he can. So far, the track record is 
not doing much, but uh, maybe this is their year. They've got a lot of high-priced guys. Uh, but to bet against Tampa is pretty foolish in my estimate. Yeah. That's, that's the way I look at it. I'm not so much anti-Toronto as I am pro-Tampa. I think Tampa's still good. I acknowledge they've lost some players, but they still have, what, 98 points or something like that? It's not like they fell into the ocean either. So In a tough conference. Yep. Their head coach, John Cooper, after game one, who graduated Notre Dame College with my brother. I think I've said that far too many times. People know that. But he's just a very sharp guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, he goes, if there's one thing I've learned, um, if there's one thing I've learned, don't bet against our guys. I agree totally. I agree with him totally. And they've got the record to prove it too. So we'll see. Uh, You know, maybe Toronto will pull it together. Uh, But uh, it's the most scrutinized team in the league by far. Uh, I don't know if that works in their favor or their detriment, but let's see it play out. But again, I have nothing particularly against Toronto other than the hype they get. I just think Tampa is a battle-tested team, and I acknowledge they didn't have their best regular season, but the standards there are really high, so uh, they're still good. Mark Stephen, good enough to be with us for uh, the rest of our two, and so we got a lot of things to get to. There's a lot of the football people that are... <laughs> They want us to talk ball, and we don't have a show on Friday, a football Friday, so trust me, we'll get to that with Mark, but we also have a lot of people tuning in from Manitoba. They're wired about the Jets and Golden Knights tonight. So was game one for real or an aberration? In your oh, mind? that's a great question, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's uh, because the Jets had a relatively uninspired regular season. Let's lay it on the line. Uh you know, they only crept past the flames in the last few days of the regular season. And, you know, there was a lot of tension and turmoil with the coach and some of the players. So I don't know, but maybe, uh, maybe they've got all their bad games out of the way too, the Jets, because uh, on paper, they're pretty good. I still think uh, Vegas is the team to beat in that series, but go get yeah. them, Jets. Good for them. And the one equalizer, though, uh, of all the teams in the playoffs, Hunter Hellebuck is probably as uh, likely as anyone to steal a series by himself. I think he's that good. Could it happen? Don't know. But, uh, uh, he is that good. So we'll see. Uh, it would be wonderful for the Jets. Uh, it was funny. They were only the Canadian team to win game one. But uh, anyway, uh, go get them. Maybe they'll turn it around. I still have uh, Vegas to win that series. Uh, Mark, it's funny you bring that up. They were the only Canadian yeah. team, but they were also the only Canadian team on the road. Right? Oilers and Leafs were home yeah. and lost. So I picked Vegas in six. But you know what? If Winnipeg wins, I'll be happy. Sure. Um, oh, uh, absolutely. I agree. Uh, you know, Vegas uh, just had a better regular season. And uh, like I say, maybe Winnipeg's put all that turmoil behind it. Maybe there was a reason they had it in the season because it seemed that, uh, you know, if it wasn't Shifley and the coach was mad, somebody else was mad, maybe they've got all that out of their system too. So we'll see. But good I'm, for them. I'm wondering what's going on. Are you guys having a bachelorette over there? Having a bachelorette? You having a big party? Oh, a birthday. Well, what a happy birthday. How about that? Happy birthday. I wish you turned the camera around on I like uh, Cal Vegas. Welcome to Cal Vegas. Oh, Where are you guys? <laughs> what? They're having a birthday bash standing at the bar, 11 o'clock on Wednesday. I know. How do you guys roll? Oh, my goodness. We like it. You came I to the right like place. It. And we won't put you on camera. It's no. all good. What Just, are they going to do at noon? Yeah. <laughs> Go for a nap. Come back later. This is the place, man. Ace Casino. Where... So, to the football thing and just NFL Canada sent me an email. They're running a contest and it's kind of fun because they're saying if you can correctly name the nail the first 15 pick of the NFL draft, you win $100. <laughs> 
Did you see his face? $100 gift card. First yeah, it should be a $1,000 gift card or season tickets for the team of your choice. That's more like it. And, yeah. and flying them there. First 15 wow. I'd be stumped at one. I can go about two deep. Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah you I'm think those you. two quarterbacks go yeah, on too? That's kind of the way I see it. But uh, yeah. We'll see. That's, that's uh, next week. It's week today. A week today. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Seven Canadians have declared for the draft. And I wonder what your take is on what that says for Canadian football. I got to think it only says great things. Yeah, I agree. I, I would agree that, uh, you know, players are getting looks at different uh, NCAA schools and different programs, and uh, it's, it's uh, great to see. Uh, there's already some in there uh, already. Uh, the L.A. Chargers have a couple, uh, versus Chuba Hubbard, and many, many others. So good. I, I think it's wonderful. Let's, let's see how it uh, plays out starting uh, a week from today. Does that... How does that impact the Canadian Football League, in your mind? Well, it's, uh, you know, guys, teams are going to have to draft them, see where they end up and things like that. Uh, I'm sure it does at some level, but, uh, you know, it opens the door for somebody else as well. So uh, we'll see. I mean, the Stampeders uh, spent two draft choices on guys that are in the NFL. So they hold their rights uh, for an eternity. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, obviously, you know, the CFL draft, is a bit of a calculated gamble for the exact reasons you mentioned that uh, you want to make sure the guy that you are selecting is going to be available one day and you have to weigh his uh, opportunities down south versus his opportunities here so it's tough but uh, that's why they spend all that time in the video room in the sure offices, right? well yeah. we can't bring mark steven down here the voice of the stamps and not talk about these things and quite frankly it feels good because everybody's all stanley cup and we've had it we've talked about that enough oh yeah um, I just want to walk it back a bit chronologically here since the last time you were on. I don't think I've had you on since the CFL Combine. And you were running around there. What was the buzz? What was the feel there? First of all, a very well-run event uh, yeah. in Edmonton. They did a really nice job there. The buzz that I got is it's a strong year for defensive backs and linebackers. That's the sense I get. Uh, exactly. Uh, you know, so there's some good receivers there. Not as many, not as deep a crew of offensive linemen, which is a traditional Canadian position in the CFL. So those are some of the impressions I got out of it. Uh, those are some of the strengths there, and we'll watch it unfold. It goes May the 2nd, which is uh, only about 10 or 11 days away now as well. So let's see how that plays out. Obviously, they uh, play off of the NFL draft and priority free agent signings and that. So, uh, But it was a really well-done event. I have heard it's going to go back there next year. I don't know that for sure in Edmonton. Uh, Great venue. I hope, I yes, it is. But I hope one day in the very near future it's coming to Calgary with Calgary's new uh, dome as well. Well, actually, I said if they go back to Mark's CFL week, which you wouldn't have missed as yep. the great CFL guy it was awesome, I said it's got to be in Calgary next. I, I hope so, yeah. yeah. Uh, I hope they do something like that. But yeah, but Calgary now has the capacity with the dome to host it and do many events. So I certainly hope it comes to pass. But if it goes back to Edmonton next year, wouldn't have a problem at all because they've got the template and they did a really good job. So, again, we're going through this chronologically. Yeah. We're, we're going to end up on the fan forum from Tuesday night for the Stampeders, but I overheard you and Ben Hebert talking about Bo, Levi Mitchell, your mutual friend. Yep. And you said every chat with Bo is a good one. Sure. You think a lot of him. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? He's, uh, right. He's a very talented guy, very bright guy, uh, you know, uh, has lots to say, very nice guy, and, uh, you know, I, I don't have any problem with no, him. No, but my point is... We had Jay McNeil on last week, and he said for 10 years, Bo's been the face. And he yep. said this year we're trying to market a team, not a guy. Yeah, fair enough. Right? Understandable. And you've, you've seen that? Yeah, yeah, very much. I mean, you know, he can't just, uh, you know, his name came up, Bo's name, that is, at the uh, fan forum the day, other day. Why wouldn't it? There was a number of 19 Mitchell jerseys there. Why wouldn't there be? I mean, 
you know, he's uh, one day will sit down and rank the all-time great Stampeders, but uh, three or five, he doesn't get by either of those numbers in my mind. So <laughs> There's one, two, three, four, five, you're saying? Yeah, this way, you can rank, you can juggle the rankings. He will be either in the top five or top three, depending and on And are they all down. quarterback? No, no. Uh, receivers, uh, linebackers, a couple of quarterbacks, but yeah, depends how you sit down. Uh, I can't forget guys like Alan Pitts and Wayne Harris and that too. But uh, sounds like a fun chat. Yeah, for the spring but and summer. Bowie Mitchell <laughs> is not too far from the top, as far as I'm concerned. Statistically, he's number one. Yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, this where it gets a little hairy. He's had some great <laughs> stats. Henry Burris was here a long time. In the time he was here, Doug Flutie had more individual seasons of success, but wasn't here that long. That's the issue. How much do you value, you know, MVP awards, Great Cup awards? So it's, it's, it's uh, you have to really sit down and write it out. But uh, let's put it this way. Anybody who watches the team, who follow the team, would acknowledge, in my mind, that he's at least a top five. Well, I go by championship. Yep, that's another, it's a big one. And nobody's got more than him Great. the Calgary Stampeders. I know that for, f- yep. and he's the career passing leader. Yep, just took over from Henry Burris uh, last season, so. There's a lot of variables at play there, and uh, oh, man. you've nailed some of them. And uh, you know, but I always get, what about Doug Flutie? His he had some of the best individual seasons, but he really was only the starting quarterback three and a half years, three and a half great years. Only won one Grey Cup, which feels pretty impressive. Three MVPs, so it, it's. I don't want to speak for you. However, we've both called games for teams that have employed Henry Burr. I don't believe there's been a more sensitive human being. Probably, uh, <laughs> Ben Henry. But let's flip, flip his record, too. Held all the records here. And, uh, you know, was part has two Grey Cup championships. One as a starter, one as a backup. And an MVP award. So that's a pretty uh, deep resume, Bob would never say he's not worthy. I mean, Henry and I are very close. However, if you don't name him, and I'm not speaking for you, I'm speaking for me. I said Bo was the quarterback of the 2010s that decade. He called me mad. I'm like, Henry, who cares? Maybe that's his motivator, his chip on his shoulder, something. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I think Ricky, no, no, no. It it was a bad, man. He was hurt. Oh. I'm sorry to hear that, but. uh, Oh, we can handle it. I think Ricky Ray ended up. That was was the CFL.ca vote. Remember that? Okay, sort of, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, you're not a backwards-looking thinking guy. Yeah, he's talking quarterback. Of the decade, it's it's got to be. Uh, I'd say Ricky. Ricky, Ray. Ricky what, but I voted for Bo. Yeah, and I can't Henry. remember the exact parameters. So yeah, well, again, I go by championship. And by the way, I'm not going to let Mark get out of here without talking about the Calgary Flames yep. past, present, future. But in a couple of minutes, we have left here about that Stampeders fan forum the other night. It looked great. Uh, I had planned to go, and to be honest, I forgot about it. So thank heavens for all your coverage. It looked like you had a great time. I had a great time. It was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, about 500 people in a, a facility that's been known as the Red and White Club forever. It's rebranded as Stamps House. It's going to be a pre-game and post-game gathering spot. I think it'll be fantastic. I think it'll be very well received. And, you know, the team just has to do different things. Uh, they have to work on different plans and uh, Try different things and see how people respond. I acknowledge it was one night with a lot of excitement, but uh, it was very well received. But you got to start somewhere. Yep, I agree. And the odd thing is this is one of the few markets, Toronto the same with the Argos, that winning doesn't seem to matter in terms of marketing. Well, let's see how they do. They've they've been very aggressive in the offseason, talking to businesses and people and trying to lure former season ticket holders back because they've had a 
shrinking of their season ticket base. No sense kidding anyone about that. And, you know, some of it is COVID-related. The stadium is an easy excuse. Some people just got out of the habit. And uh, on the other hand, maybe nobody talked to them. So people that were reluctant to come to games. So That's a, a big of, one. A lot of reasons. Just uh, go, go get them. Mark's answered my questions. When we come back, we'll turn it over to yours. We're live from Ace Casino Airport and Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport, on the Game Plus Television Network, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE, the key. Ace Airport Casino, the place to be. Hey, the last Thursday of every month. Is that today? No, that's next week. Lobster Fest, the last Thursday of every month. So that's next Thursday. Enjoy an amazing lobster festival every month at the Ace Casino Airport. Visit acecasinos.ca for more information. Just ahead of more with Mark Stephen, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders, the Toronto Blue Jays are off today after playing the last nine days. The Jays went five and four over that stretch and have an 11 and eight record on the season. Next up, Toronto is in New York, opening a three-game series against the Yankees on Friday. Western Hockey League playoffs last night in Moose Jaw. Zach Ostapchuk knocked in the game-winning goal at 11.56 of overtime, and the Winnipeg Ice edged the Moose Jaw Warriors 3-2 to tie up that series 2-2. In Red Deer, Aiden Dilla Gorjandere. Produced a goal and an assist as the Saskatoon Blades avoided a sweep, beating the Rebels 4-2. And in Portland, Frazier Minton scored the game-winning goal at 1.56 of the third as Kamloops edged Portland 3-2 to go up three games to none. And Seattle is off to the conference final out west. Colton Dock produced a goal and two assists as the Seattle Thunderbirds down the Prince George Cougars 8-0 to complete a sweep. This sports update is brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. Sign up at landmarkcinemas.com and become uh, a Landmark Extras member. Find out what's showing, like Renfield, which is in theaters now, starring Nicolas Cage as Dracula. Okay, Mark, Stephen is with us, and I guess we did talk a little bit about the Leafs, although I'm not done talking about the Leafs. Do you have an expectation for Game 2 tonight as they're home to Tampa Bay, down 0-1? I don't know about the game itself. I just think Tampa's going to win the series. So I've got it in five, so this might be Toronto's night at home. Uh, or maybe, as you say, they go into the uh, less pressure-packed environment in Tampa. Uh, you know, they got spanked the other day. I know there's been all kinds of autopsies done on them, but uh, I don't have a particular feel for tonight's game. I know they lost what's-his-name bunting there for a bunch of games, and the referees are cheating, apparently, and stuff like that. So I, I don't have an expectation for the game, only the Tampa wins the series. Um, interesting, by the way, before I do ask him about the Flames, from our audience, Rick so Watsky's in Martinsville. He says, linesman called high sticking on the Islanders earlier in the game. Linesman and ref looking right at Mayfield. Get high sticked and no call. All of the Islanders' luck has been bad. Thought they played pretty well last night. Yeah. I don't like the officiating. It's a tough job. Yep. I'm kind of over it. Yeah, it's just that my theory has always been, in general, they will even up. Yeah, hockey over gods do that. Yes. But over a long, and I get it. If you're knocked to the ice and no call is made today, especially in the playoffs when uh, so much is at the stake, uh, 
but somehow it'll even out. But I, but I understand frustration. There's passion. There's excitement. And uh, if you follow the Islanders, I guess uh, you're. You'd be upset. Yeah. 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 Uh, Chris in Heidelberg, Ontario, watching on Game Plus Television, says, "I'm sorry if I missed your take on this. I just got home now. What do you think about the pedal gate going on in Vegas? First, I heard of it. What is there something? Yes. How did I miss this? Allegedly, uh, you know how teams supply exercise bikes for you know for their team, yes, the yes, visitors. Yes. It is alleged that in Vegas." They took the pedals off the bikes. So the Jets, oh, it's useless. Oh, no. So do I know that or not? Nope. Who's the general manager of the Vegas Golden Knights? Jack Kelly there. So <laughs> that's what is alleged. I don't have the faintest clue about it. Uh, and it is alleged that when they met five years ago, uh, Vegas refused to turn on the lights at the practice arena unless the Jets asked for it. So that's, you know, delayed their practice plans because... That's what's alleged. Don't you see, I'm not exactly falling off my chair here. Yeah, whatever. I, I'm not there. Uh, you know, that's gone on forever, but it'd be frustrating. It's... I get it. Mark just said it. That's why he's as quality a broadcaster. It's, it's been going on forever. What, you can, you can let that bother you? Well, that's just it. Expect, right? expect to build it into your day. Like, this is a long <laughs> time ago now. Um, Glenn Sather is coaching the Oilers. Just to mess with the Flames' heads at work, went out to the visiting bench with a tape measure, measured it, and said, this is a quarter inch too high. Here's what the NHL regulations say. So he made them shave it and cut it down. Right? I mean, that was a... And what was all the talk about the next day? This that. bat, yeah. Get it away from not the players. The yeah. Yes! So... This is not new, and Glenn Saylor hasn't coached the Edmonton Oilers for a long okay. time. I got some friends in the athletic therapy trainer fraternity. There was a story about the Pats were accused of putting soap in the Gatorade containers of the visiting teams, and there was a McCrimmon involved in that. So <clears throat> do the math. But if it's that big of a deal, it's the National Hockey League, Mark. I would think the Jets GM, Kevin Sheveldayoff, would say, here's a credit card. Go buy a bike at Costco. That's the way I see it, too. Yeah, yeah. So. Don't let this get in your head. Yep. Uh, Jim, watching in Balgoni, says that Panthers-Bruins game was totally awesome. Old-time hockey, scrum after scrum. If you didn't find that entertaining, then you should check your pulse or get another hobby. Approved. Robin and Prince Albert says, PA is getting ready to host the Canada 2023 SO Cup Female National Championship. And he's the chairman, Robin. Thank you for promoting that, Robin. I appreciate it. To the Calgary Flames, did you see coming what happened this week with Brad Tree Living leaving? Yes. The longer it went on without him signing a deal, uh, you know, it just became obvious he was going to become a free agent. The real tell for me uh, was in the last game of the year, he went down on the bench where he never goes. This is in the pregame state. Yeah. Talking to two of the rookies, Dustin Wolf and Matt Coronado. It almost looked like he was going down there to drink it all in for the last time. And uh, that's what happened. So, uh, you know, it's, it's quite an upheaval. Uh, I, I quite like Brad. Uh, we can sit here and, you know, uh, take his record and uh, diagnose it and uh, dissect it. Uh, certainly some good things, make no mistake about it. Certainly uh, some things he'd like back, but name a general manager that doesn't have that on their resume. Moves that he'd like to make back. So it's nine years. I just would say this. Big picture. Only Cliff Fletcher has been the general manager of this team longer. So, Isn't that something? Yeah. 
So my take, maybe this was a good time for both just to shake hands and say thank you. Brad has given the Flames a lot, done a lot, you know, and the Flames have given him a lot too, and, you know, resources and a big budget. He's, they spent at or near the cap and some big contracts too. So, you know, for whatever reason, it was just time to shake hands, say thank you, we appreciate it. He can say to the Flames, thank you, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, because I acknowledge it's a different era than when Cliff Fletcher was here, but, uh, you know, the playoff record is the one for me. Well, I was going to say, you're not afraid to go out on a limb, so they missed the playoffs with a team that should have been in the playoffs. Oh, totally. So, so somebody had to pay a price. Yep. Was it the right guy in your mind? Well, that's a great question. Um, you know, I certainly understand a lot of the uh, criticism directed at Daryl Sutter, and, uh, you know, you wonder about uh, the mood in that dressing room. Is it uh, oppressive? Is it sour? I don't know. He's being interviewed, and uh, they're talking it over with Don Maloney right now. I would say it is 90-10, he survives, but there's 10% there. Don't lose sight of that. If they just decide that for whatever reason, he can't turn this team forward, uh, or if he's created an atmosphere that isn't conducive to winning, I could see them letting him go again. I, I don't foresee it. It's not uh, the way I see them going. You know, uh, but Daryl's got some counter arguments too. Does he have to do things differently? Probably. But why did uh, their big trade lose 60 points off his record? Figure that one out, right? That's Cooper Yep. Why, you know, and Azim Cadby seemed to be worried about which line he was on. Minus 19. That's by far the worst on the team. Um, the next was Milan Lucic, minus 13, who doesn't play anywhere near the minutes that Cadby does. Six million a year. Yeah. And let's flip it the other way. You know, you look at the goals against and the save percentage of Markstrom, not great. The real killer, why were there so many first shot goals? Yeah, that's deflating. That is really deflating for a team to get out there. You know, we're all full of fire. Let's go get them. Oops. Down one nothing. And playing, chasing a game is not fun. No. So there are a lot of reasons for the team missing the playoff. Daryl Sutter is one of them. But I don't want to dump this all on his shoulders either. Well said. We'll be back with one more segment with Mark Steven, and we'll turn it over to the audience because there's lots of comments there. And 902-518-3033 is the number to reach us right here on our set we're live from Ace Casino Airport in Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport on Game Plus TV. The streams and WQEE in the Fringe Radio Network. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games. Your favorite live table games and the Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. Playnow.com 19 plus. Use your game sense. Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport is the place to be. It's overtime here right now, by the way, and it is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. And I never even got to the poll question here. We haven't even talked about it an hour or two, so let's do that right now for Key Auto Group. Get a new or pre-owned vehicle that fits you at Key Auto Group. It will treat you right every time, and it's all just a click away at keyautogroup.ca. The poll question today, quite simply, is did the NHL get it right? What are your thoughts on the three-game suspension for Michael Bunting? Too harsh, too light, or just right? 51% of you saying just right. 40% saying it's too harsh. 
Those are the Leaf fans, Mark Steven, I would think. What would do you say so, What yeah. do you think about that? That'd be fair. Yeah. Little chicken wing. Yep. You can't do that. Nope. Nope. No problem. Yeah, so that's uh, what the poll situation is right there. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about the fact that the playoff hockey is not over in Calgary. The Wranglers will yeah. open next week. Um, will you attend? Will you be yes. following? Yes, yeah. I will. Uh, you know, it's an American League team that's here, and they've had a fantastic season. Dustin Wolf, the goaltender, uh, boy, oh, boy, what a prospect. And a seventh rounder at that. That's amazing. So they did that. Uh, you know, it's Brad Pure Living. Let's give him credit there. Uh, Coach of the year, Mitch Love. And, uh, you know, let's just see where it goes. I, I think once the playoffs start rolling, they'll uh, get a good uh, a crowd going. If they win a series or two, I think people will be interested to see them. Well, it's... Number one from the audience, Ted in Red Deer says, new home, same great show. Well done, uh, well done, RP crew. Well, for that, today we thank Mark Steven and Ben Hebert and our uh, friends for stopping by. Uh, Wayne in BC says, the quarterback is always the face of most franchises. I'd love to know a team where he's not. In the current CFL, boy. Or even, even NFL, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. There it's, yeah. I don't know how that came up, but he's just throwing it in. Yeah, I would agree. I think that's pretty But fair. the interesting thing, oh, Allie in Texarkana, she's very upset at the officiating of the Dallas-Minnesota series, which is 1-1. Yeah, I agree with that. I can see some problems there, yeah. On the Dumba thing? Yeah. yeah. No suspense. Oh, I see. Okay, Allie. Well, we got to get over these things. That Dumba grew up right around here, but. Is that right? His dad originally, Charlie, I believe, is his dad. Right. Originally from Regina. You got to love those hockey connections i'm interested to see what the wranglers draw it's yeah. a very affordably priced ticket yeah and then and then and the playoffs and you know just get behind it it is the flames affiliate so uh, why not i i think once it gets rolling assuming they win a round or two uh yeah i think they'll be you don't uh, think in round one it'll be yeah, I think people i think people have a little bit of time wrapping their head around it but once they get going uh it'll be fine i'm, I'm I don't know if they'll, I mean, they'll fill out the place, but I think they'll yeah. do a good job in putting a lot of people in the lower bowl. Yeah. Well, I went to an afternoon game with Perry Shockey. You know Perry. Uh, there was 8,000 there, but that was that the kids' day. Yeah. That was so much fun. Yeah. They ate with little kids screaming their heads off. That's marketing, man. Those yep. kids grow up be Wrangler fans. But you bet. it's just interesting when the Wranglers moved here in the summer, I don't think they had any idea what they would draw. Nobody had any idea no, what they would draw. What do you think's possible? Because one thing I have heard, Mark, is there's too much hockey here. Yeah. Well, in the first, you know, let me put it this way. If they start playing in a championship round, I think they'll uh, draw a minimum 10,000 people, maybe more. Uh, you know, hockey into May, hockey into June, I guess. <laughs> That's what it is. But, uh, no, they're going to play for a long time. They'll have, uh, you know, many nights this uh, stage themselves locally. Uh, so, I think they'll do pretty the well. The Hitmen have drawn 18,000. Yeah. Connor Bedard aside, but they've yep. filled that place, yep. right, in yeah. the past. Yeah, but mostly they, you know, they... Put people in the lower bowl, which which I understand. That's that's reasonable. Caleb writes it and says, "Who you got tonight, Jets or Golden Knights?" I'm sorry, I gotta say Vegas. Yeah, I do too. I'd love for the Jets to win. I hope they win. I really hope they win. It'd be really exciting for them to, uh, you know, uh, knock off Vegas, just like the 18 West final there. I, maybe they'll do it tonight, but uh, you know, could they go into Vegas and win two games? Doubtful, but let's watch it. I'm really looking forward to that. Ryan in Atlanta writes it. He says, another great RP show, Atlanta's NHL show. He's all excited. Did you hear the story? Vernon Krauss, yeah. billionaire car dealership magnate, wants to bring the NHL to Atlanta and build this huge development outside the city. What do you think of the chances? 
I'm a uh, 33rd team or a team moving there? More moving there. I think 32 is enough, isn't it? I, that's the way yes. I see it. I, I just don't, I think it'd be unwieldy. I think it's pretty unwieldy now to tell you the truth, but a 33rd team, I know it's, it's easy to write off Atlanta as a market, but it's a huge city. It's one of the biggest, them in Houston without an NHL franchise, you know, and it restore Atlanta to being a big four city with all four teams there. Um, I got to say, especially in the last few years, the Thrasher's ownership just didn't care. It, they're far more invested in the Hawks. So were the people of Atlanta well-served? I don't know. The team was not particularly competitive. They did make the playoffs one year and uh, drew well. So I'm neutral. I'm open to it. Uh, but I understand that maybe Atlanta doesn't want to be known as the only city in North America to lose two teams to two smaller cities in Western Canada. But they are. I think you'd be the only one that would point that out. But the viewer, some of our audience have said, but it's failed twice. Would you would you go back there? And I use why would you go back there? And I use the Ottawa CFL story. Yeah. And and the NHL has gone back to markets. Now not a third time, but you know, they went back to Minnesota, they went back to the Bay Area, yeah. they've done that. Um, you know, the Atlanta Flames, uh again, same thing. They were good but never great. The, the market was never put to a full test. So, you know, and they they drew okay, but not great. And they just were losing too much money at the time, so they uh, moved here. So. I got to take a picture of this for Ryan in Atlanta because I was walking around the saddle on the other day looking in the souvenir store. They have, I don't know if you saw it, the Atlanta flame, red with a flaming A. Do they? Okay. And my knees got weak. <laughs> but I don't wear jerseys. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, no. if I bought one, what would I do with it type thing? But that was a hot jersey, man. Yep, yep. Very good. No, what yeah. do you think the first part you see when you see the Atlanta flames jersey? Kent Nilsson. Willie Platt. That was close second, yeah. yeah. Paul Reinhardt. Yeah. Quite a few. Bob Mc, Bobby McMillan. Bobby, yeah, what a history, man. Heck, Rodicillio, Dan Bouchard. Oh, I got all those. Well, I had all those cards till mom threw them out. Yeah. You know how that goes. So I, I get it that there's going to be a lot of antipathy to going back to Atlanta, but it's a big market. I think they've been, the first ownership group, the Cousins were okay. Second ownership group, I'm really not sold on them that they gave it the best effort. And the teams of Gen, especially the Thrashers, were not very good. What market would yeah, that would help? <laughs> right. That would help. Yeah, play a few win. playoff games. Yeah. Mark, always appreciate you coming by. So much fun. Enjoy okay, the hockey. We will. It's been really uh, enjoyable, and uh, we'll watch the playoffs and see how many Canadian teams get out of the first round. And we'll see you on the uh, football trail. Yep. Voice of the Stamps, Mark Steven. No show Friday, everybody. We'll be back here Monday, 10 a.m. Mountain, noon Eastern, Ace Casino Airport, Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport, here on Game Plus TV and WQEE Radio. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.